Hey everyone, it's your girl Bree here, and thank you for tuning in to my first episode where I have a dear friend of mine coming and giving us some knowledge and talking on some logistics of this uprising metaverse. And if you don't know what that is, well, you're in luck because you're in the right place. Let's hear some insight on where our future is going, shall we? Yes, it's nice to like finally be here, be able to, you know, talk to you about some things, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess, I guess I'll just introduce myself. My name is Ja. I used to go to Morgan. I was a Morgan student, so still, you know, still always a Morganite at heart, you know? <laughs> um, how are you? How are you today? You... I'm good. I'm good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I was ready to get into this. How are you today? I'm great. Um, it's been some day. It's been very chill. <clears throat> today, I kind of just, like, decompressed and was able to, like, indulge in some of the things that I used to. Um, I was scrolling on Instagram today, and, like, when I opened the app, I realized it was on my meta. So that was something. Like, I didn't even know how quick all of that stuff happened because, you know, before, maybe even, like, a couple months ago, it was owned by Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that Facebook turned into meta. So now Metaverse owns Instagram instead of Facebook? No, it's like Metaverse. Facebook is Metaverse. The company is called Metaverse. Mm -hmm. But Metaverse is not the actual name of the concept of what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like Facebook is not social media in general. It is a part of social media kind of thing. Okay, so let's get into it then. So what is Metaverse? Okay, so a meta- metaverse is basically artists like kind of like artificial reality, but it's also like digital form of the internet. So basically, what it's being called as a general thing, as a, like in comparison to social media, the concept of it is called Web three point Okay, so you're saying it's like kind of like these Oculus glasses, mm-hmm. these. Sims games, it's yep. like another version exactly. of that. Yes, in which you can clearly see, like the tech, the big tech and gaming companies have been planning like something like this for a while with the type of games that we've played, like even way back when, when we were probably like nine or 10, like IMVU and Mies, Pop Tropica, like they already kind of geared us toward being able to look at a screen or look into our artificial reality and let it be as real as you know, a physical setting. Mm-hmm. You know, after school, everybody was on it, would meet up mm-hmm. after school on mm-hmm. the game and talk <laughs> all the time as if we don't see each other in school every day. So you can see that they kind of geared us toward it and then started adding things like, you know, rewards. But now with Metaverse, they've completely changed the game. They have, like, currency now. You can make money in the Metaverse. You can you can buy land in the Metaverse and make mm. get, like get paid rent. And, and crypto is actually becoming a really big thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, most of the people who are making the most money on it right now, as of, like, in the beta version before it's even, mm-hmm. like, officially dropped, um, there's a lot of gamers. So this isn't officially dropped yet? No, Metaverse has not been officially launched. And, like, even for investors, if anybody knows about investing, mm-hmm. it's a great time to start, like, investing in metaverse projects mm-hmm. so is it open to the public to do that yeah absolutely absolutely but like all good things that have to do with finances not everybody knows about them so mm-hmm. the people with the money already kind of know already where to put it okay so what would you say are some of the perks to this new metaverse 
Okay, um, well, I would say some of the perks of the new metaverses, it opens up possibilities for our world in a lot of different ways where we've just come into a stage in our time period where contact is is kind of like a taboo now. It's almost <laughs> taboo to even be close to somebody's vicinity okay. when we were, you know, raised in an era where you would go to Texas Roadhouse and everyone's eating from the same peanut jar and throwing their hand in the same food. You get what I'm saying? So it uh, it definitely brings up a lot of opportunities for people to work from home and have a life from home mm-hmm. and be able to feel comfortable with doing things again in their own right. Um, I would also say it's it's a lot better for, for even institutions, schools, <laughs> maybe even jails at one day. Maybe people can stay home at jail and they just have to wear the VR all the time. <laughs> I don't know. No more ankle <laughs> monitors. It's just the VR goggles now or something like that. You never know. But it opens up a lot of possibilities for us to be a little bit more comfortable in the time period that we're in. It's a lot of money like to be made in it just like playing games and enjoying mm-hmm. yourself, which is very, very rare. It's a, it's a revolution for the industry when it comes to, like, the tech companies. Okay. So what would you say are some negatives? Because I remember seeing um, this article on Instagram, actually, about mm-hmm. somebody getting raped in the metaverse. It was a female from the UK. Mm-hmm. She was talking out about it and saying how the experience felt so real, how the avatars were able to kind of commit these acts in that world okay well what i'll say because i did hear about that a friend did tell me about that um what i'll say is that like all things there has to be a downside to every upside so whereas this is a great great thing there's also some things that have to be equally as bad which is not always fair but it's the way of life it's the way things work i'll also say uh definitely a a, a detriment and, and to be able to have a free world and people want to do stuff like that but the whole idea of the metaverse is to be a free world so like i said earlier they've geared us toward kind of like being ready for stuff like this mm-hmm. like with games like grand theft auto grand theft auto has been out since the 90s almost like preparing our minds that it's okay to like do certain things if it's not in real life People mm-hmm. people do a lot of bad things in Grand Theft Auto. Okay, <laughs> a lot of bad things. Even Saints Row. True. Saints Row is the same way. Saints Row is it's a little bit more sexually vulgar. So they've been gearing people's minds towards that, and people only know what they know, and they're built based on their experiences. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you're experiencing, whether you believe it's real or not, it's your experience. So yeah, there's a downfall to things, but. I'm sure in the future, if it doesn't contradict the idea of a free world, they'll probably put patches mm-hmm. in which you can't do certain things. Or, like, it's a choice. Before something like that happens, there's a prompt mm-hmm. that says, are you willing to do this? Mm-hmm. Or, or, like, are you, like, like a warning mm-hmm. before it? Because the metaverse can see intent. It, it's, it can hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. It understands you. So... And it understands your intentions and what you're trying to do. So once it sees what's going on, it'll probably start to prompt things in which no one has control over it but the two participating parties. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, So earlier you were talking about how 
you can use cryptocurrency or like actually buy things within the metaverse. So how would you compare that to now or like the evolution of it, like where we're where we're going? It's such a very underrated topic to speak upon because the metaverse opening crypto up, it changes the world because mm-hmm. crypto is decentralized, which means there is no ruler over this money. There's no one that says we own all this money. There is no Federal Reserve, quote unquote. There is no there's no uh federal bank or, or notes. There's no notes. These are these are this is literal air and space technology that's in the ether in which we would not really, you know, pay attention to. It's a hedge against inflation. The US debt is I believe almost $86 trillion now, and it goes up $100,000 every six seconds. So, (laughs) when inflation starts to kick in like it should have done when they gave out $2 trillion for unemployment and and aid, when people start to see the 50-cent bags of chips are $3, they're going to wish that they bought even one Dogecoin. (laughs) Okay, so mm-hmm. because it's gonna be a hedge, it's a hedge against whatever right. society and whatever you're, whatever you're up against, and the amount of money that we know and we've seen been spent in the U.S. Not equating to what we're still spending, mm-hmm. you have to know that there has to be a currency and value shock, and the only thing that hedges against that is something like Bitcoin or something like uh, Mana, which is decentralized. Mana sandbox. Those are the two that are mean for Metaverse that mm-hmm. they're using. And they're still under, like, $2 to buy. Which means you have to understand, in understanding that, one mana coin equals $4. That means it's four times the value of the American dollar. Okay. And people don't look at that, like, literally for what it is. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin, one Bitcoin is worth $37,000, which means one Bitcoin compared to a U.S., one U.S. dollar, it blows the dollar out of the water. And, like, that's a clear... Right. That, okay, so you would say that this is... What's the word? Like, a better a better use or, like, a better way for us to create or not even create, to purchase things, to invest into things. So this makes it easier to facilitate around the digital money world. Absolutely, because... Think of this, an ACH transfer, which is a bank transfer, ACH transfer takes five to six business days. A crypto transaction takes 15 minutes to clear. It's, it's really instant, but it'll take 15 minutes for it to clear the blockchain. Mm-hmm. So 15 minutes as opposed to five to six or seven business days is a huge difference. So it, you'll only be able to navigate this, though, on the metaverse no, space? or absolutely not. Because crypto came before the metaverse. Although they're paired now, although they're paired now and they're mentioned together, crypto has been around for a very, very mm-hmm. long time. So, but Web 3.0 is just now really getting into the beta version. Um, but crypto, crypto has been around for a very, very long time. And it's always been more efficient than the dollar, but it gets a, a bad rap from governments because governments can't control it. Anything that a government can't control, they kind of want to shun away from yeah they want to steer people away from it because they can't see it so anybody can kind of get into this so if i want to go and i want to get on the metaverse what i go on google and just type in 
metaverse or no you would okay so the metaverse right now consists of a couple of um a couple of platforms so sandbox okay. is a platform in metaverse which you know snoop dogg has a world in the sandbox um a lot of famous celebrities have started to, started to get into the crypto mm-hmm. universe death row records that snoop dogg just acquired is now an nft label okay so it'll literally be an nft label in the metaverse so people and what does that mean like okay so an nft is a non-fungible token so basically an album can be an nft it's a non-fungible token because it's not literally it's not worth something it's worth whatever we say it's worth okay same thing with the dollar so now they've replaced the dollar with nfts and used real currency something that's actually here Mm -hmm. rather than a promissory note saying like once we get this money back with the gold and we're out of debt we owe you a hundred dollars because that's what a hundred dollar bill is Mm -hmm. rather than having a hundred dollars quote unquote in mana it's literally something like it's space that all of that that space that it takes to send your text message instantaneous Mm -hmm. that's what you're buying Okay. You're buying that space. So like you were saying, do you think, well, does it really matter about what you buy with your crypto in the metaverse? Like, how does it benefit outside in the real world if you're doing all of this virtually, like, on a game? Crypto, cryptocurrency has really, like, the metaverse is more for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief in, a lot of people are not going to like like the idea of what I'm saying, but it's solely for entertainment. It'll be taking a it'll be taken a lot further. Like mm-hmm. mark my words, people are gonna take this stuff very serious. There will be job interviews, there will be people will be going to work in the metaverse. But it should purely be for entertainment. So crypto doesn't really have much to do with that. If you have a cash app, you have access to crypto. If you have PayPal, you have access to crypto you can buy crypto and you can use that crypto with with a card mm-hmm. you can spend it like regular money okay the only thing that is not regulated people don't like is because you can't insure it no one knows where it's coming from they don't understand it mm-hmm. so people fear what they don't know unless they're being lied to most people are being lied to because they have no idea what a hundred dollar bill is true have no idea what that money means it's a piece of paper it literally says note a uh, federal reserve note it's a promissory note. So. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> Whereas you can actually own digital space, just like you own a home. Interesting. The digital space is just as real as a home because that's where we do all of our transactions, in mm-hmm. the digital space. When we're on the phone, we have conversations. It's all in the digital space. Imagine owning a portion of what the server is that iPhones use for FaceTime. Because only iPhones have FaceTime, which means it has to be an Apple server that all phones are connected to. Because you don't need service Mm -hmm. to use FaceTime. Right. All you need is a signal. Mm -hmm. And a signal doesn't even mean that you have to be connected to Wi-Fi. There's a lot bigger things than that. So, in that case, it's like you own a space in the server Mm -hmm. that connects the calls for FaceTime. Okay. Most people don't know what they own, but it's when you're owning a digital space and you know the coin that you're buying and you understand the utility, you know what type of space you're buying. Interesting. Okay, Josh, so what is your final advice on people who like want to get into the metaverse or like understand, I guess, what it is a little bit better? I would say do your research. I would also say to try to do your research on something other than Google. Try DuckDuckGo. And 
And for the reason being because Google puts a lot of things that they want you to see or whoever's paying for ads instead of good information all the time. You know what I'm saying? You have a better chance of using a different search engine. But do your research. Understand what it is that you're getting into when it comes to the metaverse or which world are you going to go into? Like, are you going to go in the sandbox or Decentraland? Understand why you're going there. What's the utility of the stuff that you're buying? Do too much listening to people. Mm-hmm. Read for yourself. Okay. That's my final advice. Read for yourself, and I'm sure you'll never steer yourself wrong. Okay. Well, there you have it, guys. Um, thank you, Ja, for coming on my podcast and talking to the people. For sure. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you.